0: Welcome, everyone, to your ongoing journey or leap into a new world of opportunity. Inside Japan Podcast is a stepping stone for your next adventure. It is a show filled with informative interviews, perspectives on local life, and how you can master your path into the unknown. For today, kick back and listen to the wisdom of our host... James.
1: James here coming at you with episode number 129 here from the US of A for the first time ever here. So glad to be back here on the mic here to talk to you guys and gals, of course. Uh, before we get to the episode, though, I do have to say one thing. This this uh, podcast is brought to you by JobsJapan.com, the best place for you to find your first job, your next job, or your best job in Japan. Jobinjapan.com japan.com is where you got to be my friends you should know that by now you have supported me this far and uh look where we are now so first thing before we get to this episode i do have to talk about the nice really nice stuff i've been hearing about the the leave in japan series 10 weeks i pre-recorded to have ready so i wait you know could get set up and stuff before i had to record again and uh, yeah a lot of kind of words and stuff about that especially the 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 episode about alcohol that got a little good reviews and a lot of people shared their stories too and some people said they're having problems too and I talked to a few people about hopefully it could help them out because uh yeah, it just takes you wanting to decide to that you want to get better and uh I went through that myself. Still going through it, of course. It's never ending, but uh, way better place now. And uh, it was really cool to talk to people about that and some other stuff too. I mean, a lot of people reached out. I was kind of amazed. Um, so thanks to that, everyone that reached out. That everyone just listened. Whatever you're doing throughout the last ten weeks, um, it was really cool. I can't, I can't say it more. But it was really cool. I promise you, it did mean something. Um, so thinking about what to do with the first episode back, I can't really start with the, like you know just get back to it episode. I thought it's kind of better to kind of give you a little bit of a buffer episode here explaining what's been going on since then since since you know for the last 10 weeks and then next week we'll start with the regularly scheduled programming I promise we have a nice interview with someone doing something cool in Japan we can get back to the you know the main course of the show um, but to recap I thought it's better to just talk about what's been going on so um, pretty much just works in the first de- this is the first episode listening here by the way you might want to go back and listen to other stuff because you might know what's going on but basically, I moved back to America after 10 years in Japan, and now we're in America. So let's talk about the whole situation. So I, um, as we talked about in the series, the getting, you know, just so much endless stuff to prepare when you want to move back with a family. Um, a single guy, I think, single guy or gal, when you move back, it's not that big a deal. It's still a big deal, of course. You got to, you know, worry about getting rid of your furniture, worry about getting rid of your canceling your electricity bill your gas bill all that stuff it does it is difficult when you got a family it's like times 50 so we had to go to the city office like you know 10 times to my wife's pension we had to cancel my wife our insurance we had to cancel you had to cancel all the internet stuff you had to cancel all this uh you had to cancel the payments for kids because you know japan you know has a monthly not monthly every three months they give you a stipend for kids stuff you had to cancel all that stuff uh, just, it's just so much stuff and you always need more papers and stuff like that. That's over now. I don't want to talk too much about that, but just know you are in deep. When did you have to go move countries? I mean, you know what online people talk about this dream of like, hey, I to live in like three different countries and like just, just switch between them. But that's impossible unless, you, <laughs> unless you're, unless you again, a single person, you can make it happen. But wow, it would be a nightmare, um, to do that. Just the taxes and stuff alone, just so much stuff you got to do, but so let's talk about the flight, though. First, let me talk about one one story before before we left Japan. You know, you go through the the kind of the wave of goodbyes, kind of. You know, you got to go see this person say goodbye last time, this person, and they're all kind of sad. But one really, really got to me was my wife's uh, grandfather. You know, he's ninety something, and we were saying goodbye, and it was really sad. But he and I said, "Well, we we'll I said, well, "You know, matane, we'll see you again." You know, but he said. We don't know that. And I was like, whoa, that got me hard. I, I lost it there. That was really tough. Because it is. It's a serious decision when you want to move countries. And one people of the relationship is going to, you know, for the first t- seven years of our marriage, I've been away from my family. And she's been and she was been with hers. We live really close to her parents. But now it's switched. Right. And no matter if, even if the person's into that idea, it's not that simple of a thing. Right it's not that easy of a thing to when the times when the the, the time comes to really say goodbye it's tough you know and that was tough and it is going to be tough it's not like it's over once you get here so just keep that in mind I mean if you are not sure where you want to live if you have a relationship and you're not sure where you want to live in the future you really got to talk about that because that if even my wife who was into it you know she wanted to live in America too it was tough, you know, even though she was okay with the idea and she was happy with it, but it was still it's a real tough time. And if your wife is like even a little bit not into it, I think you'd be in for a, a rude awakening. It'd be real tough. So just keep that in mind. I mean it's it's not easy. Um but airplane, let's get to the airplane story. Um really with two kids we had to go take four four flights because of stupid Corona stuff. So many flights got canceled. I mean, I have, right now, I have four flights that got canceled. I'm still waiting for the refunds. Refunds take six months, by the way. So we're looking at 6,000, 8,000 US dollars I have waiting to come back my way just in re- in return for air flights. So I mean, that's something you got to think about too. Hopefully Corona is not, you know, going to go on forever. So it won't last for everyone. But it's just, it was tough. Getting flights back here was tough. Just It was tough, but we got on the plane. Totally fine. No problems, really. We brought our cat with us, too, which added another wrinkle to the proceedings. But uh, surprisingly, I thought he would be crying the whole time, like meowing, like constantly. But because he was so scared, it, it wasn't it wasn't that bad. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds cruel, but he was kind of scared S-less, if you know what I mean. So he was kind of quiet. Uh, we did have to put him in the cargo of one plane, though, and that was a... Uh, that was kind of when we got to the the place where we could finally pick him up after being on the flight with the cargo he was like he had been through some shit down there i don't know what goes on down there but that must have been a tough flight for him he was there kids were pretty much sleeping all the the longest flight from america to japan the jump from tokyo to uh, texas i think we did but they slept through that it was no big deal no problems um but then we got back to America. So first impressions. Well, first impressions were my wife had to go to the immigration part, obviously, because she's coming in for the first time. And the guy in classic, classic, you know, stereotypical fashion of, of the differences of, of hospitality and, and, and customer service. He was his head was in his hands, kind of waiting there behind the glass for people to come up to him. He said, OK, go ahead. Oh, oh is this your first time? Ugh, okay, hold on And he knew he had to do some extra work Because my wife was just coming to America for the first time on a visa And he was just not into it He's like, do you have this paper? He asked just like that Do you have Do you have this paper? The, the blah 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 paper I was like, no, what is that? Oh, it's over there And that's all he said I was <laughs> You know, my wife is nervous Because she's coming into America first time We're getting the worst customer service of all time To start That was kind of a Oh wow, I'm in America It didn't take long I was like, wow, I'm in America now because, you know, in Japan, it is different. That's one thing that is is, is, is definitely true. Customer service is extremely different. Uh, but we got through that, got to my parents' house for the first week. And it was just, you know, as you can expect, it was a lot of fun. A lot of uh, seeing people you haven't seen before, eating a lot of food you haven't eaten before. And all that kind of buzz keeps going, you know. It's basically a big vacation. Um, my first thoughts were like first like you know reverse i obviously i haven't been here long enough to say like reverse culture shock it's kind of the buzzword i've been here long enough for that i have seen some things that's just you know it's some things are just strikingly different like the thing that struck me was like s- there's so much free space you know it's like driving through roads where you don't see anything there's just no houses just grass 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 it's like it, it it's it is, it is different it's like wow this is a this is a very different place um the size of people i mean not being rude to anybody, but there definitely is just a huge size difference, not just in weight, but also in height. You know, like I'm a okay, a little bit above average height person in Japan, When I get here, I'm just a normal average 5'10 dude, you know. That was interesting. A lot of big people as well. My son actually at, what store was it? I can't remember, but he said to someone that was in a, a chair, you know, the chair that people where they kind of can't walk correctly, can't walk efficiently because they're too big, uh, he said, she's so big. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> we got to talk about that. We had to have that talk that we don't say that to people uh, because, you know, it's not nice. But was, <laughs> He wasn't wrong, but still, you know, you can't say that. But, um, you know, I guess the one thing that I was expecting to, to feel, and I did feel it, is that kind of no – there's no kind of th- thought – to that in whether it's true or not, and I know some people listening out there will have the same feeling as me. That you know, some people you feel when you do something in Japan, like go to the bank or something, you you feel like you're bothering someone a little bit extra because you can see they they're kind of worried about, not worried about, but they're kind of making sure they're doing things correctly because you're a foreigner, maybe can't understand Japanese so well as things. That feeling is gone, and that was refreshing. Now that is a very immature thought. I'm just telling you the truth, like. I let that get after 10 years in Japan that that little thing got started to get to me like I wish people would just treat me like you know any other customer they don't have to worry about if I can understand them or not but it started to get to me as I talked in the episodes you know that did start to weigh on me a little bit and now it's gone that was kind of refreshing like wow they're not treating me any differently they're not trying to make sure I can understand them or talk slowly now again the people in Japan that do that are just doing it for my benefit and they're just trying to help me but it was nice to not have that extra care you know that's good and bad like my wife had that experience where the guy gave her no care so that's negative but but there was that kind of feeling of that um another thing i want to talk about is how cash is now gone from my life you know it's this it's so crazy how like in japan you have to be carrying it but here i i have used cash like twice you know and it was one thing for my son's school i had to sign up for you know um it's so it's so crazy. Like just everything is card. It's so nice, you know? Everything has an app too. That's what I was shocked with. Like you don't realize it, but every single well, maybe you do if you're living in, in America, not in Japan, but every single place you go has an app. And <laughs> it's like it makes it so easy. Like you never have to pay for anything. I mean like pay, you have to pay. You don't have to like break your card out very often, you know. Like Walmart, you got these just scan your QR code, it takes it out. Like it's so crazy. I would like you know, everyone says Japan is technologically advanced and stuff, but I'm not saying being able to pay through credit card is some technologically, technological marvel, but it does make you feel a little different, right? When you don't have to like go in your wallet, break out your, your money every time. It's just, it's, it's definitely nicer. It's more my speed. That's for sure. Um, that is definitely more my speed. I like having an app for something, pay for it, go pick it up, whatever. You know, that's it. Another thing I want to talk about is the Corona situation, right? So... When you're in Japan, you hear you know all these numbers are thrown out all the time of like well, Japan had 100 cases in Tokyo and it was like a big deal, everyone's freaking out. Oh, 100 cases. Wow. But here, you know, you hear the news when you're in Japan like America had 100,000 cases or whatever. And oh my god, and you could get to build up this like doom and gloom situation like, oh my god, you must, you know, must have corona everywhere in America, you know, it's just all over the place. But once I got here, it it, fee- it kind of whether for true or not it kind of feels like it's safer here because there is so much regulations going on about in businesses and stuff about where you can stand they got people counting people going in the door they got people asking you questions checking your temperature all the time like in japan i know it's because people actually listen to what the government says more like if the government says wear a mask everyone does it here that's just not the case uh, but it's 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 kind of like it feels like everything's safer here because all this like regulations and things you know what i mean like um it's definitely not the case because America's still you know not doing good with coronavirus stuff you know but it feels like you're like you're safer here right you know and that's that's kind of interesting i, I was definitely not expecting to see that um it definitely feels like people everyone's wearing a mask by the way you know you see like uh, not everyone but you know you hear like you think of the on Twitter and stuff you know no one's wearing a mask here not, Americans aren't wearing a mask but it's very rare you see someone not wearing a mask where they should be wearing it you know, and you do see people like as soon as they leave the store, instantly take it off. You know, but but it's still it's it's way better than I expected. I was expecting like you know 50-50, but it's definitely not like that. It's it's you see the odd person, but very rarely I've seen I've seen also people get turned away because they weren't wearing a mask at the store, and a lot of stores happen to give out to you. But um, I was definitely surprised by that. Um, definitely surprised by that. Um, I'm by the way, just for reference, I'm in South Carolina right now, um, so take that for what you will uh, also the f- funny store here is the trump store there's a store just for trump gear because we're definitely in a a trump uh, a republican state and he won the election here in this state uh but uh yeah that was kind of funny to see that there's a trump store and there's a lot of people holding the trump flags and stuff and it's uh it's it's funny but it's very everyone's really nice i mean that's for sure i think in one thing again uh, noticing here where i'm at in south carolina it's it's way different than japan where people walking by the street and stuff it's definitely a everyone says hi to everyone here where i'm at now that's because i'm in the suburbs and not a big city but it definitely is a nice change and a nice thing that i kind of was shocked at at first was like oh yeah you know people do this (laughs) when you're walking by someone you say hi you know and in japan that's definitely not the case in my experience um it's it happens sometimes but rarely so that's kind of different um I definitely feel like where I'm living, there's not so many like dangerous areas. Uh, you know what I mean? Like people you want can't be safe. You're not safe to go there at night. So I don't really hear it, but it feels safe. You know, that's one thing I was worried about with my wife was like, again, on the news in Japan, all you see is this, someone got shot. There's this, there's guns, blah, blah, blah. But once you get here, you know, it's not like that's just everywhere. You know, it depends on where you live. Of course, you know, <laughs> different cities might be listening to this differently and laughing, but it's not like that. You know, it's this. It generally feels like a safe place to live, you know. <laughs> if you know, and I'm not—we haven't been to any big city that might not feel like that, but um, it's it's just different than you might expect, right? It's different. It, it's different than the media portrays it, you know. And that's true for everything, you know. It's just different than what you see on the news, because all you see on the news is the bad stuff, you know. And it was tra- it was hard to convey that to my wife before we moved here. You know, it's not like there's just the shootings all over the place, you know. But the news, that's all they show, is the, is the bad stuff, you know? So that was interesting. Um, my, my son's school, right? So coronavirus is going on, so school is two days a week, you know? And he's had to start kindergarten. And that was really interesting because I know people without kids are just tuning out here. But the interesting part of that is parents aren't allowed in the school at all. So we basically had to, like, just talk to the teacher on the phone and, just like, drop off the kid, drop off my kid before in front of the school, and then someone would take him there. I was like, it's okay, you know? Like, I just didn't feel safe at all. Well, in America, in Japan, everyone, you know, my son was still going to kindergarten, like, every day, you know? Uh, not kindergarten, daycare, every day. And, in, and like, fine, you know, we could go the school, pick him up, all that stuff. But in America, it's just locked down, right? You can't do anything. You can't see inside that school at all. And it's just different dropping off the kid. I was really nervous about like so much stuff you know that you're, you' got to think about, but it's just like we had to drop the kid off and say see ya. I hope he did well, you know <laughs> but luckily he's been enjoying school and the teacher says he's trying to talk more. His English is already getting going you know getting way better. I've noticed he like both my sons now are fighting to like use English only and uh, which is good. I don't want him to forget the English, Japanese either though, so that's a that's a struggle we'll have to fight with, I'm sure. Um, in terms of the, so money situation, I didn't want to mention that as well, but put that in the teaser. Um, so I put a lot of money in Sony bank, Sony bank had this, you could do international transfers. You know, if you get this, you know, if it's this much money, it's totally free. So I set that up three months ago, right? Cause I knew I was going to move, going to send all my money, Japanese yen to America, right? We're talking five figures, us dollars, right? High five figures, you know, house down payment, money to live here when you first got here, that kind of stuff. But a significant amount of money, not like crazy. And I was like, you know, thought I was hoping it was going to be a painless experience. <laughs> this is it. But obviously, as I'm telling the story, you can tell it's not. So, Sony Bank first, they wanted, they needed proof of income, right? So like, send us bank records and stuff. I did all that. No problems. I sent everything. Then they started getting crazier, right? They started like, you like, you had to explain individual deposits of money, right? So, oh, do you have the payment stub for this payment? Because it was over a certain amount, and I had to send that. I went back and forth emails probably 20 times over the course of two months just to be able to send my money to my bank account in America, right? It was a really, really tough situation. And a lot of times, like, they said, oh, you're de- we can't do it. You're declined. I was like, okay, I really want to make this work. What do you need? You know, because they were like ready to say, this is too, we can't do this. It's this too much. Like, it's not even that much. We're not talking six figures. We're talking high five figures, right? And they didn't want to do it. It's like, well, why do you, why do you offer this service if you're not going to do it? You know? And they kind of, after some finagling and like, I had to, first I was going to do online bank. You know, they, they went through the whole process. There's okay. It's online bank. We can't do it. Okay. Well, just tell me that up front then they said, okay, well, well, and they were like, okay, we'll see ya. I was like, no, no, I can use a real bank now. I also have a real bank account. Can you do that? Start the process over. Send all the papers again. Go through everything again. Oh, you got a deposit for, I don't know, $5,000 in yen at this point. Where was this from? Oh, that was a present from a a grandparent. Okay, can you get a letter from them saying they gave it to you? I was like, what the F, right? It was like insane. And apparently the whole reason this is is because – there's been a lot of that when Sonia bank opened that, that, that service this sending money abroad in an easy way online. There was a lot of money laundering and um, people funding terrorism. I and mean, this is all what they say. I have not no true clue if it's true or not. But they said it's because there's been a lot of money laundering and people trying to, you know, trying to fund terrorist acts or whatever. I don't know, but that was a two and a half month process from the time I started my bank account and said, this is what I want to do to when I got money in my America bank account. And I don't wish that on anybody because it's not easy. If you know of an easier way, and don't say transfer wise, because if you send that much money on transfer wise, you get stiffed hard because transfer wise, it matters how much you send, right? So if you send a lot of money, if you send like, you know, hundred bucks or something, that's no big deal. But if you're sending five figures, you get effed royally, you know? So, um, something to think about. When you want to move uh, move home, is if you got a lot of money, figure out how you're gonna send it. You know, there's a lot of different ways, and I really researched as much as I could. And Sony was the cheapest; there was no fee at all. When they finally did it, it just took two months, two and a half months of time. You know, and uh, you know you're watching the transfer rate from yen to to dollars back and forth because that does affect you. And you have five figures that matters a lot. You know, so that was fun. That was really interesting. When I say interesting, I mean dumb and not fun. Um, but yeah, finally got the money here. And finally, got the, all my money. Now is is in American banks, so that's good. Um, as for the house hunt, well, we have put a deposit on a home. I might use that for the the theme of the the the, uh, the show image because I don't know, it's cool. But yeah, we have put a deposit on the home. Still working on the on the loan aspect, um, and the loan aspect is obviously a whole different deal because we make all our money in Japanese yen and we're going to send it through, you know, every month I get it sent here. So that's the whole thing. And I'm self-employed. I'm like the night, the nightmare, the nightmare customer for, for the loan officer, because there's so much irregularity. There's, I don't get paid by a a company every two weeks. I don't get this. All my money's in a different currency. So, but luckily everything's looking okay. But, uh, yeah, put the deposit on the house. Um, so that's cool i can't wait to move in there when it's ready still being built right now so it's a brand new house but uh it's uh, still being built and uh yeah that should be fun still waiting on that i'm still living with a friend right now i'm recording this in oh by the way there's an echo let me tell you why i'm in a closet let's see if i look around give you paint this picture for you this beautiful picture i'm in a closet a walk-in closet um there's a there's a cabinet above me there's no clothes in here because in the guest room but we don't put any clothes here yet out the window, I see a brand new kind of uh, development here being built. Some homes being built over there. It's a beautiful Friday morning here. And, uh, yeah, the door is shut. I'm sure this is very echoey. So I apologize for that. I have, I'm have i holding my mic right now. I used to in my, my home office. I had a great mic stand. I could talk and use my arms to, to really get out the feeling I want to say. But now I'm holding the mic in front of me, watching uh, the, the my recording on the computer here. And uh, hopefully it's coming out well. Uh, but yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to talk about. I mean, episodes are going to continue. That's for sure. I, I want to know what I should do. Like, I don't, I can't, I don't really feel like continuing with the way the, the show was. Like just interviewing people working in Japan is the way to go. Like, I don't think that's all I want to do. You know what I mean? And that's a tough point. And I'm a fool. I know jobs in Japan is, jobs in is, is, is sponsoring me because I'm, I'm Japan adjacent. Right. It's like if I was talking about, you know, uh, wildlife in South Carolina, they wouldn't be interested in me. So I have to keep it Japan related. But I wonder how. Right. I want to know what's the best way to keep doing that. And because I mean, to be honest, interviewing people doing cool things in Japan, I've done a lot of that now. And I'm happy with the archives I have. I can continue to do that. But I don't know. It feels like it's not special anymore. When it came out, it was. But there's a lot of people doing this now in this space, you know and it comes down to finding out where's the mix of how can i g- help people you know learn new things or be entertained in new ways right that's what i'm struggling with now is kind of just thinking about what to do with the show how to how to do it cuz i want to keep doing it for sure but i want to figure out how i can you know be entertaining for the audience of people that is half in japan half abroad right i know what people want to hear is you know stuff about japan how to work in japan hear about people's stories of that they're living in japan and i want to continue to do that but i want to know what kind of how i can change it up to be i don't know different and, and still cool right still entertain the people that are interested in japan you know in in some way right so i thought it was cool stuff like i could go interview like you know like the like jet program and stuff they have like places in america like interview like inter- go go to the uh signups ups things they have and stuff and talk interview people there like live interview that might be cool um try to try myself to get hired by interact and all these companies and like see how far i get in the process that that could be cool um i don't know i want to kind of i want to be interesting but i want to find find my way kind of here because it does feel like a big change right this whole kind of you know your life goes through in your life you have these kind of monumental changes to how you live in some way and i've definitely just went through one you know And I feel like if I just do the same thing I was doing before it, it kind of feels stale a little bit, right? So I don't know. If you have any ideas, I'd love to hear it because I want to know how I could continue this in some way that's still entertaining to people that do care about the the main point of the show, which is, you know, working in Japan, living in Japan, having fun in Japan. I just don't know. So I'm all ears, you know? I'm all ears for everybody, but... I have definitely waffled on long enough, I think. Thanks so much again for the last uh, 10 weeks of, of messages and stuff. It's really been really cool. I really mean that. And, uh, yeah, we're ready to start this new new chapter. I've been here for 60 days or something now, so I'm kind of two months of, in America now. Uh, so I'm not any a newbie here anymore, but still don't feel like I'm totally set up because I'm still, you know, I'm recording this on a laptop. I am holding my mic in my hand. I'm in a closet. Things aren't settled down yet. You know what I mean? I'm not fully settled in. Um So can't wait till that happens, but we got to wait till the house is built for that. But anyways, I'm waffling on again. I will let you go. Let me know what you think. If you have any ideas about, you know, the future of the show and what you, you want to hear, let me know. I'm all for it because I want to keep doing this, but I want it to be, you know, new and special. So, but I'll let you go next week. We will have a very standard, very by a standard sounds negative, a very exciting interview with someone doing some cool things in japan i can promise you that but until then you know what to do even from america we gotta do have more fun see ya
0: i really hope you enjoyed today's inside japan podcast dive deeper into our world and learn more about what awaits you check out altinsider.com and for regular up-to-the-minute job postings check into jobsinjapan.com for the next big gig Please tune in for our regular excursions into the world of Japan and good luck! Ganbatte! Japan.